Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in for Bearcat Rewind. This is episode number 39 of the podcast, and this is a bonus episode for you this week as we record here on a Friday afternoon, but not a bonus episode with good news, though. The MIAA officially postponing fall sports until the spring. That means no football, volleyball, cross-country, soccer, tennis, or golf during this fall semester. There is a chance, though, that basketball and indoor track and field could start on time. The decision on those winter sports is being delayed until October 1st. Northwest Missouri State University Athletic Director Andy Peterson is our guest today to go through this news, how we got here, and what fall sports in the spring could look like. Our podcast today brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash alumni. And Clorinda Regional Health Center, caring for patients in southwest Iowa and northwest Missouri through inpatient, outpatient, and emergency services. To find a provider or more information on treatments, clorindahealth.com. Let's dive into this week's interview with Andy Peterson. How long has this been on the radar that, that there's a chance that you would have to possibly delay fall sports? And was there a glimmer of hope that maybe you could find a way to make this work? You know, I mean, it's been on our radar um, <laughs> since since June, you know. Um, and as as more and more conferences and, and groups around the country have, have canceled and postponed, you know, it's something that we've we've had on our radar. It's obviously something that we want to avoid. And so you're looking at... August 14th, I guess, is today's date where we finally made that announcement. You know, we were hoping that our August 14th date was not that. We are hoping that it was, hey, we feel like we've got good plans, protocols, and procedures across our league, and we can play fall sports um, as planned. But, you know, as the stuff continued to come to light, NCAA released more restrictive uh, requirements you know, is how they phrase them. They went from being guidelines and recommendations to requirements, and that really kind of made our bed for us. So, you know, that and then just taking into as, as much information and data and consideration as we can for, for our student-athletes, and um, it's kind of finally where we landed. But, yeah, I mean, there was a, the whole reason for, you know, way back when we said we're all going to play conference-only games, and then we, you know, moved the start of stuff back to, August 31st practice, you know, October 1st games, essentially, there was that. We wanted to maintain that hope and that opportunity to get competition in for our fall sports, and it just didn't uh, it didn't turn out that way. So, You know, I know that uh, the MIAA, and you see it firsthand at Northwest, so many precautions being taken to keep students safe, to keep coaches safe. Um, but then as the re- these requirements come down, we've seen other um, – large institutions and Division One programs around the country saying we can't afford to keep up with these testing requirements and what the NCAA is mandating. How much of it does kind of go back to some of that, those financial aspects of throwing something on top of what we're already experiencing um, with our economy right now in the U.S.? Financial is definitely a part of it, but for us, even if, you know, we're I, I've been teasing people lately, you know, we're the Missouri State Arboretum, and we've got the money trees all over campus that we harvest, uh, harvest, dollar bills off of um if if we did have that money available uh for, for us you know my rough calculations was about you know three quarters of a million somewhere in there to test everybody per the requirements by the ncaa from august to december 31st for all of our sports um, if we did have that money lying around and able i still don't think it was feasible because of the infrastructure and i'm not throwing a dig at 
Mosaic or Nottoway County Health or our health wellness center at all. It's just the, the nature of where we're located in northwest Missouri and the, and the infrastructure we have. Because the, the requirement was that you get those tests and you get them back within 72 hours um, of that date of competition. So for us to turn around, you know, 200 and some tests, uh, get them all taken on Wednesday and get that information back before Saturday, you know, it's that's what it was. Uh, that was really the backbreaker, in my opinion. You know, I, I think we could probably go out for some sports, especially some of your your less contact, less risk sports that you don't have to test as frequently or as many kids. Um, we could probably make it happen, but even even then, you know, getting tests turned around in seventy two hours is probably not feasible uh, in communities of our size. And like I said, I want to stress that I'm not taking a dig at sick. That's not a dig at wellness services or not at county health. It's just the nature of, of that going on. On top of, if we're doing that, Missouri Western's also doing that, and that's putting the, that much more of a strain on, on those on those groups. So that's kind of, that was kind of really the, the nail in the coffin, if you will. Um, you know, the rest of the requirements, I feel like we had pretty good plans for. But just the, the logistics of testing and those deadlines made it unrealistic. The EMIAA says the possibility of exploring some of these uh, fall sports competitions on a, a limited number, I guess, in the spring. Uh, what do you think that could possibly look like? Is that for Vive football maybe, seven or eight, or, or where does that range look like right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we talked uh, a ton about trying to maintain kids' years of eligibility. So just that in and of itself would be a half of a schedule. So for football, it would be five. For uh, volleyball would be 10. Soccer would be seven, I believe. Um, th- those would be the max just to, to make sure that we maintain kids' years of eligibility. Um, but we, we've got a lot of work to do before we get to that point. You know, For a lot of us, it's, it's kind of shifting gears and making sure that our coaches have what they need to have this fall so that they can have meaningful engagement with those kids, You know, workouts, practices, structure, um, so that those kids have whatever sense of normalcy, whatever that means, um, as they get into the as they get into this fall semester, and we got to do it safely because we want to obviously protect our protect the health and safety of our student athletes and our coaches and staff, but also campus, Nottoway County, et cetera. Um, we realize we're we're a big piece of that, so we've got to do our best for all that stuff. So we've got a lot of work to do to make sure we can have meaningful fall seasons, and then you know we've got a lot of work to do. Uh, working on winter sports, men's and women's basketball, indoor track and field, um, as we get to, like you mentioned, that October 1st date and that decision that's that's going to come upon us, I'm sure, pretty quickly. When you go through some of these discussions and, and the CEO council's talking about that, I think it was the Lone Star that immediately just moved everything and said, we're not going to start basketball until the spring either. Um, it, it does, there's a little bit of confidence there that, hey, maybe we can get these things figured out a little bit and, and possibly start basketball and indoor track on time uh, yeah i mean that's the hope you know there's more every day that goes by there's more information out there you're one day closer to a vaccine or you're one day closer to the cdc coming out saying hey pandemic's over um you know i don't, I don't think anybody foresees that happening before the first of the year um, but you know every day that goes by you get more information you get more data people get more comfortable with policies and procedures that's the other thing too as we get back into school um you know we're going to bring move in here at northwest starts today so there's going to be kids on campus throughout the course of the day all day tomorrow all day sunday we start classes next wednesday 
um, we've got to be able to get through that. Um, and so just to provide everybody opportunity, like you're saying, glimmer of hope, we did the same thing for the fall sports. We did it incrementally. We started with the NCAA recommendations where they limited uh, maximum number of sports. And then the MIAA, we take our own action and said, you know, conference only, and then we said, well, we're going to delay the first three weeks and start in October. So we've done it incrementally. I feel like we've done it correctly so far, uh, and I think we're going to try to do the same for, for winter and uh, spring sports as we get to that. You know, and part of that for my own personal biased belief is that, you know, those kids, especially our track and field and men's basketball programs, you know, they had their championships taken away from them last year. You know, they didn't get – they're not getting a year back. They, they lost that. It's truly gone. That opportunity's gone. Our spring sports lost their season, but they all got a year of eligibility back. Now, it happened so late that none of them could really adjust their their lives, their you know academic careers. Um, but we feel like maybe now there's an opportunity for you know some football guys, soccer, volleyball, that if they need to uh, take a, a lighter a lighter workload, or maybe an opportunity now where they've got an avenue to attain a master's degree before they get done or get or get that double major or minor or, or whatever, they've just got a little more data to make better decisions for themselves. Um, but those, you know, those winter sports, they had championships taken away, so we want to do our best to, to try to put on the best season we can so that that doesn't happen again to them and that we can have a full spring season for those spring sports that lost a year last year. Andy Peterson, not a not an easy time, but we appreciate you coming on, chatting with us, and kind of walking us through uh, the MIAA and what's going on and, and what to expect around Northwest. So uh, we appreciate the time and hope for good news prior to October first as far as winter sports goes. You bet. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you. Thanks again to Andy Peterson for joining us here on Bearcat Rewind, giving us some insight into where we're at right now as we see the MIAA delay fall sports until the spring semester and hold out hope that maybe we can get some uh, basketball and indoor track and field coming up in November. As we hear more about that, we'll tell you more about it here on Bearcat Rewind and over the air at KXCV 90.5, KRNW 88.9 here on the Northwest Campus. That's going to wrap things up for us this time. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Matt Tritton. We will talk to you again next time.